0: Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Easy Peasy Show brought to you by Sonic. You can listen to every episode of the Easy Peasy Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or anywhere else you usually listen to your podcast on. Once again, thank you for tuning in. Now, let's get into the episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Easy Peasy Show. I am Zach here with my co-host, Peyton. Uh, yeah, I was gone for a little bit. Uh, took some vacations, had to keep going out of town. Uh, thank you, Peyton, for covering for me, by the way. It's greatly appreciated. Yep, and now definitely. we are back. As a dynamic we, duo.
1: I think we missed a couple shows, but I mean, it is what it is.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We're here today. That's all that matters. And we're here to talk about this past weekend's events in the sporting world, such as college football, NFL, and that's all we really care about. Uh, UFC happened. Barboza won the main event. There's that. Uh, we didn't really preview it, so we won't really go into too much detail on the results of that. But uh, we can get started on college football, Peyton. Uh, I know there's a couple games you wanted to highlight. So feel free. Let's let's start talking about them.
1: Oh yeah. So uh, I'll start it off on from the games on Thursday. Um, if y'all weren't watching, West Virginia and Houston delivered an absolute banger of a football game. Uh, West Virginia claws back from a huge deficit to inevitably take the lead against Houston with very little time left. But Houston, not to be undone, throws a hail mary as time ex- expired. Which I mean, just an unbelievable ending to a college football game. Um, but that's why we like college football, right, guys? I mean, nobody mm-hmm. else can blow a lead and then throw a Hail Mary like that. So, um, yeah, props to Houston on a big win there. Uh, West Virginia was, I mean, they, they were doing really well uh, through this year. I believe that was their first loss. No, second loss. I'm sorry. Second loss. They lost to Penn State earlier this year. which no shame in that. Penn State's a very good team. But, um, yeah, a big win for Houston. I believe that is their first conference win um yes Mm -hmm. yes that is their first conference win now obviously a newcomer into the big 12 so props to houston um do i think they build on it this year absolutely not i think they still lose most of the most of the big 12 games they play but i mean that was that was a milestone a lot of people are gonna remember that game
0: Mm -hmm. um yeah absolutely
1: oh did you have something to say about that game
0: no, I was just I'm just impressed that they scored forty four points in one quarter, that quarter being the fourth quarter. Uh, Dude, combined, who's... I mean no oh. combined, combined West Virginia and Houston. So I realized as I said it that it may have sounded may have sounded one side in the end, yeah, no. Um no. It was just forty four points combined. I don't know what the over under was said at the game, but you gotta imagine that one way. Whether you bet the over or the under, that fourth quarter probably had you um feeling some type of way.
1: Oh yeah, so the over under was forty nine, so <laughs>
0: and they <laughs> scored forty four in the last quarter. Oh,
1: yeah, so, um, yeah, a really good game, especially on a Thursday night, and that was pretty much like a sign of things to come for this week. Um, moving on to Friday, Tulane took care of Memphis, and I mean Tulane looked really good. They they did what we expect Tulane to do in these past few years. <clears throat> looked really good against a Memphis team that they should have beaten, and they did so um moving on from there another game probably the the marquee game on friday was stanford at colorado so i went to sleep uh friday night colorado was up 29 nothing as did i'm sure a lot of you and um when i woke up they i was scrolling through x formerly known as twitter and i see a, a an x in a tweet i don't uh whatever uh, I'm just going to refer to it as Twitter. Sorry, yeah, guys. I understand. Um, a tweet that said Colorado did what now, and uh, immediately I thought to myself, "No shot, they actually <laughs> lost, right?" Until I pulled up, pulled up the game, and uh, I just have no words. I mean, they lost to a horrible Stanford team. Just
0: uh, mm-hmm. this,
1: this is an atrocious loss for Colorado, um, and really, to me. Puts them out a bulk contention. I, I don't see them winning six games now. Uh, maybe there's an avenue, but it's going to be very difficult for them. So, yeah, a lot of people were after that uh, TCU game were kind of sold on Colorado at least making a bowl. Maybe, maybe doing even more. But yeah, I, I don't know anymore. I think a lot of people yeah. have lost belief after after Friday,
0: <laughs> this game. Yeah, absolutely. Colorado at 4-3 now. Yeah, it's going to be uh t- Yeah, the schedule only really gets tougher. Um, I know we discussed the schedule beforehand. I'll click on them really quick and just and just see. But yeah, UCLA, Oregon State, Arizona, Washington State, and Utah. It's hard to see how they uh, – five games left in the schedule. It's going to be hard to see how they beat any two of those teams. Um, very tough competition. I said maybe if they could sneak out a win against Arizona and Washington State. But um, that's a game we'll cover here soon, I'm sure. But um, I don't I don't see. Yeah, I just don't see it. I just don't see it either. Um, I th- I do think. Oh, for what it's worth, uh, four wins this season. Pretty impressive. Um, for Colorado, I know like their regular season win totals was set like at three and a half for the over under. I mean preseason, and uh, not a lot of people had hope in them. I think I was I was down on them. I didn't think they'd even get four wins. But I mean, they did it. Pretty yeah, easily. I-
1: I mean absolutely. Uh they did benefit from a pretty pretty poor uh, TCU team. Uh Colorado State being on the schedule. Uh, really could have benefited from the game against Stanford. Uh, I think I think really everything that made this season impressive for Colorado, that game really kind of blew it up. I mean, Stanford lost to Sacramento State, Sac State, if you will. Um which you don't want to lose to Sac State. But uh yeah, just just overall really really ugly loss for Deion Sanders and the Buffaloes and uh and it, even like people that were diehard Colorado guys even after the Oregon game, after the USC game, um after the 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 struggle winning against Colorado State, I, I, a lot of people have jumped off the bandwagon uh of yeah. Colorado after that one. Don't blame them. No, that was I mean I don't think it can be over like I don't think it could be stated how bad that bad that game who yeah. That loss really is,
0: but yeah, it's a pretty sorry look.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll move on. Um, probably the game of Saturday, uh, everybody was watching was Oregon and Washington, including myself. And uh, I I ended up going to the LSU game, so by the time I lost service in the stadium, the game Oregon had the ball with three minutes left. Um, they had just stuffed Washington at the one yard line, so you know, and I, I see them. Uh, they picked up a couple first downs, so I turned it off. and Lost service, I'm trying to gain my service back, but I'm like, yeah, Washington lost. Unfortunately, you know that's Zach and I has, uh picked to win the the Pac-12. However, then all of a sudden I see a highlight in Tiger Stadium uh, of Washington winning. So uh, couldn't believe my eyes. couldn't Couldn't wait to get out of the LSU game and um, and see what in the hell happened. And then I saw what the hell happened, and I I, I literally cannot believe my eyes. Uh, Dan Lennon goes for it on fourth down, instead of making Washington drive the the field. And of course, you know, naturally, it just blows up in his face because he doesn't get the first down. Washington set up with a short field, and Michael Penix does makes easy work of the short field and takes the lead for Washington. But Oregon wasn't done blowing the game yet. Um, they then drove down the field, got in a field goal range. Really, I mean, it, it didn't look like a – from what I saw, it didn't look like a, a crazy long kick or anything. And, mm-hmm. they, you know, we have a college kickers moment. Hashtag. He, yeah, hashtag college kickers. He missed the kick. Uh, obviously, Washington survives. And, man, what a game it was. Uh, I hate that the last few minutes kind of got ruined by Dan Lanning's stupidity and in in college kicker stupidity, but – I mean, it really was a, a phenomenal game. Uh, Michael Penix really balled out per usual. Bo Nix did the same. Um, Romo Dunze, again, another great game for him. Uh, so, yeah, a really marquee win for Washington, and it cements them at the top of the Pac-12.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, i got to say I'm happy for our pick. Yeah, Washington there, the – um. Uh, you know, little engine that could this season. Uh, I think, I guess, a lot of people, I don't know if it's just the namesake of Washington that people just don't, you know, weren't, like, fully bought in yet. But I think people are now. Uh, like you said, marquee win for Washington. Uh, You know, it, it's unfortunate. Yeah, I guess, however you want to see it, at the end of the day, Oregon screwed up enough for Washington to win. But I guess Washington also did enough to get the win for themselves. And then, you know, the hashtag college kickers member for Oregon. Um. Couldn't bother tying the game up, which is all right by all of us, especially me and you. Our um, preseason predictions are looking um very, very excellent right now.
1: Yep, yeah, and I I do believe that I called Michael Penix maybe winning the Heisman this year in our predictions. So that yeah, all right, that's, enough. that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> yes. Yes. That ain't gonna um, happen. I'm Jane Daniels board. has that we'll get there we'll get there people would open their people would oh, open their we'll eyes and
0: realize Jane Daniels is the highest we'll front get runner. there
1: we'll get we'll, we'll get there uh another game it's not too notable except for one one event that happened in the game but Georgia at Vanderbilt uh, obviously Georgia didn't really run away with this game they ended up beating Vanderbilt 37 to 20 but uh, so shame on Georgia Yeah, kind of a shame on Georgia. However, the notable thing at this game is Brock Bowers did go down with a high ankle sprain. Um, He will be getting the tightrope surgery, and but he'll still be out about four to six weeks. So it really comes at a I mean, I mean probably the worst worst time for Georgia as they play Florida, Missouri, Ole Miss, and Tennessee next. Uh, So really, the time that they couldn't afford a big injury, they get a big injury. So. Um, it'll be really interesting to see if Georgia survives that four game stretch.
0: Yeah, it's it's going to be tough for them, but at least they have um, eighth year senior Stetson Bennett there leading the charge. Um, <laughs> sorry, I, just, I had to I had to throw that in there. No, yeah, they it is unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, yes, uh, not even red shirt. He's considered like a I don't know what's 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 a deeper color than red. Oh, yeah, I mean, purple. Yeah. He's so far down the rainbow yes he's yes he's at the end of the rainbow anyways um yeah unfortunate they lose Brock Bowers um obviously generational talent um uh, I mean I, th- I think not, not the heart and soul of George's offense I mean, I'm not gonna go that far but a, a high end talent to be losing <laughs> it I such a reliable target like that. That really kind of blows for your offense, but um yeah, it should be interesting to see how Georgia is able to, I mean, I have to imagine they kind of restructure their offense a little bit now that the, now that he's gone. Um I don't know. Should be interesting to see how they adjust with uh, life without Brock.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a really tough blow for, for Georgia. I mean, like like Zach said, generational talent over there tight end. So, huge loss for them. Can't be understated. Huge. So, it's going to be huge. Anyway, huge. going on to my favorite game of the week, um, number 10 USC went and visited <laughs> number 21 Notre Dame. And, um, yeah, y'all know why I love this game. And I hate Notre Dame. I hate Notre Dame. But I was so excited to see Caleb Williams just – piss down his leg. Finally, finally, I get a – he plays a competent defense, and he, like I just said, just pisses down his leg. Doesn't know what to do. Throws three first-half interceptions, and US, USC gets routed by Notre Dame. A Notre Dame team that has already lost two games to the likes of Louisville and Ohio State. That just goes to show me – Lincoln Riley, you're in over your head, um, especially right now. Your offense is not clicking as well as it probably should be, and your defense is still trash. So he gave up 48 points to Notre Dame, and um, Sam Hartman didn't even throw for 200 yards. So, yeah, just a really, really really bad loss for USC there, um, especially in terms of the playoff picture, and it, it really put a beating on Caleb's uh Heisman, Heisman,
0: yeah, Resume. yeah, the um, yeah, I know I saw that. You know, I, pretty much everyone, universally, everyone's um, like Heisman rankings. He dropped down at least like three spots. Um, yeah, not too good of a look for USC losing. I mean, pretty, pretty more. No, I'm sorry, more than handedly to Notre Dame. I said Notre Dame team that isn't like the Notre Dame that we're used to seeing. This is still a Notre Dame trying to. Essentially, rebound from losing its head coach a couple of years ago, and you know they're still trying to. They they got the town and the team sure, but they're still trying to figure things out. Um, yeah, like you said, Caleb Williams goes plays a competent defense, doesn't do too hot. Um, you have to imagine, like I said, not a good look for anyone, especially three first half interceptions. Doesn't even eclipse two hundred passing yards. Um, yeah, do You know, do I think it affects his draft draft stock? No, but yeah it's yeah any any awards race that he thought he was running away with is now a much tighter game than he is hoping, and uh i have to I do have to imagine he probably bounces back the rest of the season and doesn't struggle. this would probably be his one game where he was on the struggle bus the whole game, but um, I don't think this affects him too much moving forward well, I think there are some legitimate
1: concerns for Caleb now I mean people are hyping him up as this this all generational talent coming out of college uh his processing is isn't as isn't as quick as a lot of people probably think it is um he makes some he makes some pretty poor decisions holds onto the ball a really long time and i mean he he's been blessed with a good offensive line in college but i mean hey the pac 12 we said at the beginning of the year um a lot of a lot of people fail at one school, go to the Pac-12, and they put up crazy, stupid numbers like Bo Nix. I'm not saying Bo Nix isn't a good quarterback, believe me. But there's a reason he left the SEC to go to the Pac-12. And you know what? I'm, I'll, I'll say this. The Pac-12 is probably better than the SEC this year, but still defensively I would even say that the SEC is better, um, aside from, like, LSU. Mm-hmm. But... um yeah, uh, the Pac-12 just isn't isn't stout defensively, and I think getting getting Caleb Williams out of that and it, introducing him to a, a high level defense. I mean Marcus Marcus Freeman, the head coach of Notre Dame, was their defensive coordinator just two years ago, and he's one of the best defensive minds in college football. But man, I mean, if you're if you're supposed to be that guy, I, man, I just three picks in the first half is a really really bad look.
0: So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, yeah, it's not a good look for anyone. I, I do agree with you there. But look, I I know I know how this works. You hate on someone, they're good. You love someone, they're terrible. So I mean, for what it's worth, Cable Williams is probably going to be the best thing since Peyton Manning to go into the NFL. I already know how this is going to work out. Yeah, no, just that solely that based happened. off what you think of him.
1: That ain't happening. Anyway, we'll move on to my true quarterback one in the draft, and that is um, Drew May at North Carolina. Taking on Miami, obviously they they um up into Miami forty one to thirty one, uh, yeah Drew May looked good, Tez Walker finally being able to play, um, I mean just made Drew May look even better. Am I okay. no Drake? Okay, May. You keep oh saying Drew God. May, and I yes, I am yes, I don't know what I, <laughs> I, I said it the last time, and I was like, wait a minute, did I just say Drew? Like three times. <laughs> it
0: just took you three times, <laughs> like freaking Bloody Mary, and just some Girl, random guy looking... named Drew Mays now in your house.
1: So, <laughs> I'm on ESPN's uh, football schedule like thing. I'm looking at the name Drew Allar for Penn State, mm. and I, I'm thinking, of Drake <laughs> man. <laughs> oh
0: man, that was pretty bad. But yeah, yeah that was I, that was yeah. Uh, that's you can see yourself name. out now. I'll take care of it from here.
1: All right, peace out.
0: All right, peace. No. Okay, So, um, yeah,
1: <laughs> so yeah, obviously Miami's second straight loss, and I don't even think we, we uh, got into Miami's loss last week against Georgia Tech, but that, as bad as Dan Lanning's bag fumble was at the end of the Washington-Oregon uh, game, th- this had to be the, the single worst blown game I've ever seen in my life in terms of coaching. Mario Cristobal decides not to kneel the ball and instead to run the ball. The running back in turn fumbles with about twenty three seconds left. Georgia Tech recovers. They drive the length of the field in twenty three seconds and score a game winning touchdown. Nah, um, I don't. Who as a Miami fan? Who if I was a Miami fan? I, if LSU lost that way, you wouldn't be hearing from me for a very long <laughs> time. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, Brian Kelly, don't don't even freaking think about it. Don't think about it. But, yeah, so Miami has now lost two straight. They've dropped out of the top 25, and pretty much everything bon, they've bon. hoped for for about mm, 20 years now since they, they had, like, Ed Reed and that super team. And every year that they're supposed to be back uh, again, they're they're not. So, uh, sorry, Miami fans. Sorry that Mario Cristobal still isn't that guy. But, you know, what you going to do?
0: Yeah, not much you can do. Um, yeah, I was pretty high on Miami coming into the season. Um, I don't think I expected him to beat North Carolina though for what it's worth. I think I was higher on North Carolina, um, or at least um, the so-called Drew May. I was at least pretty high on him. Um, yeah, North Carolina's um, still been impressing me a lot this season. I mean, they're 6-0. You know, forgive me, I forget who they've played so far. But um, I know – I just clicked on the schedule, so I'm about to cheat. Uh, they haven't really played anybody, <laughs> but for what it's worth, they've been blowing out the nobodies. Minus Appalachian State, that was kind of a close game, but Always I'll forgive them for that one. Yes, I was about to say I'll um, I'll forgive them for that one. It's okay, my sweet prince Drake May. You d- you keep doing you.
1: Yep. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'll I'll say this. Um, I was pretty. I'm not low on Miami, but I'm not as high as many people probably were. I mean, a lot of people, not not most people, but probably a lot of people had them winning the ACC uh, with Tyler Van Dyke coming back, Mario Cristobal in a second year. A lot of people were high on Miami. I still don't like Tyler Van Dyke as a quarterback prospect. I still don't like Mario Cristobal as a coach. Um, they have talent there, and they'll win some games just based off of pure talent. But uh, – under Mario Cristobal, I just don't think they win anything of significance. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like you said, I mean, I didn't expect them to win this game. I didn't expect it to be within 10 points. I know they scored a touchdown pretty late, but I didn't expect this game to be remotely close whatsoever. Um, North Carolina's clearly the better team. And I, I'll i say this. I'll predict uh, North Carolina upset Florida State in the ACC championship this year.
0: Boring. I yeah. Know. Sorry, sorry. I think Pittsburgh is going to make a comeback. Hmm. Well,
1: they're <laughs> on their way against Louisville. So, <laughs>
0: yeah. Sorry,
1: but yeah. Moving on to the next one. Um, which one do I have circled next? Oh well, uh, just because I'm an LSU fan, we'll cover the Auburn LSU game, and and mostly because of Jaden Daniels, um, another unreal performance by Jaden Daniels. LSU seems to be clicking right now. Uh, dare I say, defensively? Um, they've only given mm. up five five drives that resulted in points in the last fifteen drives. Um, now nah, I'm not saying that defense is good. Don't get me wrong, but as long as it's. It, As long as it's just competent enough to get a couple of stops a game, they're they're in good hands, man. Like, uh, the offense is going to score you points. You saw that this weekend. Auburn is a very, very solid defensive team, and they were coming off of a bye week. So, you know, they they prepped well for uh, LSU, and they just had no answers for Jaden Daniels and the LSU offense. I mean, this is a special, special offense that you're seeing right now. Um, Yeah, so if – I mean, I don't, I don't know what you do. Def- defensively, if you're just competent and you just keep the ball in front of you, you'll be all right in terms of win-losses. Um, I see, I did see a statistic today that you cut the number of missed tackles down significantly in the last two weeks. And, hey, guess what? Your defense has gotten the most stops in the last two weeks than it has all year. Um, granted, Auburn's offenses, I mean, they're cheeks. They're – I mean, they're – Beyond terrible, um, but Missouri is not. Missouri is a very, very good team, and, and in the second half, you only gave up 14 points to them. So, if you can, if you can, just do that. Give if if somebody were to come up to me and say, "Hey, would you would you take LSU's defense giving up 14 points a half, 28 points a game for the rest of the season? Would you take it?" Boom, give it to me. Give it to <laughs> me. I'm taking it a hundred percent, million percent. Yes. I mean, I don't think anybody. As an LSU fan, I don't think anybody would, uh, shake it, you know, say no to that. So, all right. Um, but yeah, I think LSU's in, they're firing on pretty much all cylinders. Um, played really, really well Saturday night. Only gave up 18 points. Again, that was, a poor uh, Auburn defense, I mean, offense, but it's also an Aub- Auburn offense that scored 20 points on Georgia. So, um, yeah, I mean, at least you did a good way keeping it away from Auburn. I, I saw a statistic the other night that was it was really crazy to think about. Auburn's best starting field possession position in that game. What, what do you think the best starting field position was for him for Auburn? Yeah, mm,
0: let me think. Not the average, the best, best field position for Auburn. So starting even position, of course. All right. I like 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 the forty yard line, like like sixty 7. yards to go. Mm.
1: That's how dominant That's the LSU offense was. Just I mean they couldn't they didn't turn the ball over. Um, even when they punted, everything went well. They pinned them within the deep inside their own territory. Made mm-hmm. made a bad off uh, Auburn offense drive the length of the field. You saw Georgia against Auburn give them some short fields and then took advantage of that that's what a well-coached team does is you don't give a team a bad team opportunities. And I, I think, I I mean, LSU's offense is is incredible. So, I mean, I don't have much else to say about that except for Jaden Daniels is a legitimate Heisman contender. Don't care how many losses LSU has. They weren't his fault. Um, God, no. I mean, I, I don't see how you can watch this dude and say, Oh yeah, he doesn't deserve a Heisman. I think right now he's like, fifth highest on a lot of people's lists and I just think that's
0: that's asinine. I mean
1: mm-hmm. there's no way you can watch him and be like, oh yeah, there's five players or four players better than him right now. Yeah, no. Think. Even
0: if you just compare the stats, even if you haven't watched a single game, you just sit down and compare the stats. I mean you can't you can't tell me four people better than Jaden Daniels.
1: Absolutely not. I mean that's just a ridiculous statement to even make and then there are people saying, Oh well, you know he would be a Heisman contender, but he has two losses. I mean, like, come on, bro. RG three won the Heisman with four losses. Yeah, and let's not for, let's not forget just last year, everybody's love Caleb Williams. How many losses did he have when he won? I'm not counting the two lane loss because that was after he was awarded the Heisman. But he had how many losses? Two. I don't know. I was supposed to say two. I mean, he had two losses last year. So you're telling me if Jaden Daniels doesn't run the table and LSU, or let me just rephrase it, if LSU doesn't run the table and Jaden Daniels continues to put these numbers up, you, you mean to tell me that Jaden Daniels isn't going to win the Heisman?
0: Yeah, especially it's hard It's hard to see the pace, especially, you know, and it helps obviously having some pretty good weapons on your team. But, um, you know, you're a product of what's around you, sure. But Jaden Daniels is also that guy. Um, Especially this year we've seen, um, we won't talk too much about because, you know, this isn't an LSU podcast, but it's, the improvements from last year to this year, like, uh, they're, they're drastic. He's drastically better this season. I think he's willing to take in the field and like see the play develop a lot more than he was last season. Last season it was pretty aggravating because you can almost see the moment he got the ball that like, he kind of had his mind made up to run. Um, he's cut down on that a lot this year. Um, on on design passes, I should say, I not like, you know, QB draws. I'm not counting that, but, um, Anyways, my point being, uh, yes, passing and rushing. Um, I mean, dudes kind of got it all. I don't think he's like quite NFL caliber unless he goes to a team like the Ravens or something. But um, there's
1: tools to work with there.
0: Yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely. Um, you know, he's, he's not not your average college quarterback that you see win the Heisman. But um, you know, you have you have your your outliers every now and then, like Lamar. I don't know how long ago it was when he won it, but it had to have been a while ago now. Um, I think 18. Was it 18? Yeah, I'd like to see Lamar's stats compared to Jane Daniels this season. I'm not sure how many people have thought of that. I know.
1: Oh, that's another I, one. Didn't Lamar Jackson have, like, four losses? I mean,
0: Louisville. Louisville wasn't good. I know that much.
1: I mean... <laughs>
0: I'd like to know. I'd like to know his stats. Actually, I'm surprised well, no one's like. like you know. I mean, I hate, hate hate to hate to compare Lamar directly to Jane Daniels, but I mean, if we're being honest, if we have to compare a former Heisman winner similarly to Jane Daniels, it's probably most recent that comes to mind is probably Lamar Jackson. Uh, let
1: me see Jane Daniels stats. Oh, do you want to look up Jane Daniels stats? I, I got uh, Lamar's pulled up right here. Oh
0: yeah, should sure, go go ahead and start. Wait. But what what year, what year did Lamar win? 16. 16?
1: I know. I thought it was 18.
0: Dang. I thought it was, oh, thought it was like 17 or 18. Yeah. I mean, 16? Yeah, that's crazy. Oh. Dang. <laughs> I
1: know. I guess oh, it does I'm check struggling. out because uh, Lamar won MVP the same year. Joe Burrow won uh, the Heisman. And that was... Lamar Jackson's second year and his Heisman year was his sophomore year, so I guess that does check out.
0: Yeah. All right, sorry, I'm uh, working on Jane Daniels' stats right now. Jane Daniels, hurry upload. All right, I've got I've got some stuff up for him now.
1: Yep, I do too. Um, what was this? Uh, what's his completion percentage
0: for this season? Yes, seventy three point one percent,
1: fifty six point two for uh, Lamar Jackson. What uh? How many yards passing? Two thousand two hundred ninety-four. Lamar had thirty-five forty-three. How many? W- what's that yards per attempt? Let's go by averages since I mean,
0: obviously Jaden hasn't played a full yeah. season. Yeah. Um, yards per completion is uh, eleven on the dot so far. I don't have a. Any... Let me see yards per completion. Well, yards. Y- 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 um, I'm not sure if yards per attempt and yards per complete. This ESPN just says average. I'm assuming it means. Um average yards per completion.
1: I think that's yards an attempt. Um that's usually what people people go off of.
0: What uh, was it? Oh doing? yeah, you're right. Yards per pass attempt, eleven.
1: Eight point seven. Um what is a touchdown and interceptions? Uh
0: twenty two to three ratio. Thirty to
1: nine. What was it what's his rating? All right, we'll go to rushing yards. Um, Let's go average.
0: Uh, Six on the dot.
1: Six on the dot for Lamar. How many touchdowns? Four. Yeah, Lamar's going to blow him out here. 21. Yeah. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Twenty one. I forgot. Well, Lamar actually had to put his team on his back. I mean, granted, that didn't really count to too many wins. But I mean, still. I mean, I mean yeah.
1: But really, I mean, there are similar. Similar statistics. Okay,
0: yeah. Let's ignore the rushing touchdowns. And yes, I mean they are like dead. They are like dead similar. I mean Daniels ain't gonna. <laughs> Daniels, ain't I mean, Daniels,
1: Daniels is to, gonna. Daniels, yeah. barring some some kind of injury or something, Daniels will finish with quite a bit more passing touchdowns. I mean, he's already eight mm-hmm. behind them with, like, half the season yeah. left. So.
0: I mean, hey, if Jane Gaines could somehow eclipse double-digit rushing touchdowns, it's going to be hard, really hard not to say this. This man's a bona fide Heisman.
1: Well, I mean, they took away two of them against Missouri. Yeah.
0: That's but,
1: right. Uh, last thing I'll say about LSU is um, I think the the biggest thing on the defensive side is really – I mean, they, they changed uh, – they, they changed more of like a cover two type of defense where two safeties play back, don't get beat. And uh they're in the linebacker and they're covering the middle of the field. Linebackers obviously playing a little bit deeper, taking away that, that middle of the field. um And the reason they're able to do that is, at, and at the beginning of the year, I didn't really care for it, but Harold Perkins in the slot, man, has been terrific. um I, That's not a word. I, I, that's not a sentence I think I thought I'd ever say in my mm-hmm. life. But I mean he has looked fantastic in the slot. Um and he completely takes away the like the little swing passes from from teams. When when you swing the ball out, no what wide receiver is gonna block Harold Perkins? No the, one. No one. And so I mean he's not gonna miss many tackles either. So um when you take that aspect away from a, a team, it's 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 gonna be tough to beat them.
0: hmm so, Yeah, well said.
1: And then my sicko game of the week, and this will be the last college football game that we cover. It's got to be Iowa, Wisconsin. Final score: fifteen to six. Oh, mm. Man, mm. fifteen to six, and there was one touchdown scored.
0: Wow, sicko!
1: Wow, and that was so. The second quarter, uh, they had an eighty-two yard Iowa scored on an eighty-two yard run. Um, to make it 7-0. The rest of the way, Wisconsin kicked a field goal. Wisconsin kicked a field goal. Iowa kicked a field goal. Iowa tackled Wisconsin for a safety, and then Iowa kicked another field goal. Mm. Just a true sicko moment. I mean, 15. Oh, yeah. It's time to talk about uh, the potential of an 11-1 Iowa as well as they play Minnesota, Northwestern, Rutgers, mm. Illinois, and Nebraska mm. to finish off the season. Oh my god!
0: Can't wait to see that happen. Oh my god!
1: Their only loss being to Penn State, by the way, which they yeah. they got routed. But well, we choose not to talk about that game. Right? Yeah. And uh, and, and other news for Iowa made made some pretty cool news. Uh, the women's basketball team ended up playing in the football stadium, and it was the largest crowd for a women's basketball game. Ever. So, I mean, that's kind of cool, I guess. Uh, not yeah. much of a women's sports advocate here, but we like seeing that kind of stuff. Although- yeah,
0: absolutely. And, like, leave it to them. I know you're probably about to say this, but I'm sorry I have to interrupt you and say it myself. But, yeah, good for them for shoving the basketball court in an end zone and leaving the whole football stadium open for seating. So, yeah, God forbid you sit on the north side of the end zone, the game's on the south side of the end zone. And the video board's behind you, too. You will not even get to look at a video board. You have to turn around and look at a video board if you want to watch the game. All that for a white chick to be draining threes. Yeah. Okay. Good thinking, Iowa.
1: Yeah, that was just a ridiculous setup. I mean, I don't know why they didn't put it on the Hawkeye and then rotate it 90 degrees, but no, they shoved it all the way into the, like, at the goal line. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Whatever. I'm not here. You know what? I'm not an engineer. Somebody else engineered that. So (laughs) props to them. They're going to get fired now.
0: <laughs> yeah they're no longer at the school whatever intern design or whatever student worker designed that one yeah they're um no longer welcome on the print on the uh, campus
1: yep but uh we'll transition to nFL and Zach i'll let you kind of take take that away
0: yeah sounds good i wasn't able to catch most most of the games but i was able to catch a few of them um as of being out of town and stuff um i was able to wake up early enough to watch my ravens get a dub in london. Um against the Tennessee Titans. Uh kind of a sicko game. Just because anytime the Titans play, it's pretty sick. Uh it's not in a good way. Uh, Zay Flowers gets his first touchdown of the season. Lamar Jackson, Zay Flowers. Um, Tandem is looking pretty good still. As like I said, Zay Flowers gets his first touchdown. Um Derrick Henry, Tajay Spears looked like a really good running back duo still for Tennessee. That's about the only bright spot. Um, maybe you can argue that a bright spot is that Tannehill got hurt. And now they're forced to play backup, but unfortunately for them, um, you know, I mean, you, you, I, you have to give Will Levis a chance. Um, Malik Willis, uh, he's not the answer. I'm not sure if you saw Peyton, but it was like first and goal at the one yard line. He somehow managed to turn it into like a second and twenty something from or mm. second and goal from the twenty something, I should say. Um,
1: All I want to know is how, if 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 that's the case, I mean, how bad is Levis?
0: That's what I'm saying. As 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 a, I don't know. Something tells me I have this weird feeling that the Titans are going to refuse to start Levis just because they probably don't think he's ready. But Willis is bad. I mean, we saw last season how bad he was. Um, I'm sure you remember how he was in college. Um, so, I'm not sure if he was, like, really super good in college or something or he, like, actually impressed. But I mean, he's not impressing me nor anyone else in the NFL. Um, dude has the pocket presence. I saw, saw, saw a comment. says so the pocket presence of Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> i mean this is only so there's not really anything good to say about the guy except that he's quick on his feet, which you're a quarterback this unfortunately it's probably the last thing you need to you know to be
1: yeah uh yeah, i mean malik willow's ain't it i think we found that out last year um mm-hmm. but- if I mean, if Will Levis really isn't ready, I mean, and it, it, they're gonna re- resort to Malik Willis. I mean, if Levis is that bad, you might as well just tank the season.
0: I mean, might as well. Yeah, I mean, like I said, if Levis is that bad, and obviously Willis isn't the answer, go get yourself Caleb Williams or Drake May, Drew May. Um, Drew I mean, May. it's really that simple. Um, anyways, Ravens moved to four and two. Titans dropped to two and four um i said titans i believe they're coming up on a bye and then i guess they can try and figure out the quarterback situation after that i do know Tannehill is going to be down for the count for a while which i mean is he might as well have been because he hasn't been doing too good this season his um the the digression regression i should say sorry is um exponential for him unfortunately to the uh ears of titans fans but um and yet that wraps up the uh, international games, I believe, or at least the London games in the NFL this season. I'm not sure. I think I'm, I if they already played their game in Germany or if they still got one. Anyways, uh, sure. um, move on to a couple of the noon games. Um, Browns and 49ers, Niners, you get their first loss playing at Cleveland. Oh, uh, yeah. Who would have thought that, you know, a P.J. Walker-led Cleveland Browns team would beat the 49ers, but, hey, they're able to do it. Um, Brock Purdy exposed as a fraud because Christian McCaffrey can't play, neither can Debo Samuel. So um, I think I saw a tweet, or you may have sent it to me, Peyton. Someone, someone said I saw a lot of Brock Purdy hate tweets. I think I just saw them on my own. And um, you know, someone said like, oh no, what's you know what's Brock Purdy gonna do now that now that one of his seven Pro Bowlers around him are down or something like that? And sure enough, it was like nothing. He couldn't do anything. <laughs> and um, so yeah, I mean uh, that that brings up the argument, you know, that like people you know say Brock Purdy's. Brock Purdy's the guy, but, or is he you know, really just a product of what's around him? Um, I think really the 49ers have been a different team ever since they traded for Christian, Christian McCaffrey. I think he's kind of the X factor for that team, not Brock Purdy. Um, it doesn't take a genius to, to figure that one out. I hate to say it. I'm, I'm not a Brock Purdy hater or anything, but, you know, you know, he's irrelevant for Mr. Irrelevant, I'm sorry, for a reason. Um, but, yeah, anyways, 49ers get their first loss up against the Browns. The Browns move up to 3-2 and two after having a bye last week. and uh, They win 19-17. Uh, moving on to another game, we will pick oh,
1: – go can, ahead. Can I say
0: something about Brock Purdy? Yeah, no, you can't. Moving on to another game, let's see, we got uh... – No, I'm mean going to say something
1: about Brock Purdy. Um I don't think he's horrible, but I don't. I mean, obviously, he's not the X factor of that team. I think, uh, like you said, is he really a product of what's around him, or is it more so? Is he like the guy? I think both can somewhat be true. Um, obviously, he's not like he's not Patrick Mahomes, but I, I mean, he's solid enough to to win. Um, granted, he does have a phenomenal supporting cast, but I think it's still impressive that he hadn't lost a game until the regular season until just now. So um Christian McCaffrey. I think he deserves a little bit of a uh,
0: little bit of credit. Christian McCaffrey. I agree. Christian McCaffrey. I'm I, I really am convinced that Christian McCaffrey. Like so I'm not hating on Brock Oh he's Curry. definitely the expert. I think he's serviceable. Um well, I think he's better than the, the next quarterback I'm gonna talk I think about. He's a, I think he's
1: a upper half quarterback. I mean Oh yeah top, yeah most definitely top twenty definitely mm-hmm. top fifteen maybe
0: yeah, he's a young guy, too, so, I mean, like, you really can't hate on him too much because like, he's still got a lot to learn. learn. And like I said, he's going to be better than the next quarterback, quarterback I'm about to mention. Um, Sorry,
1: I just want to build the suspense here. <laughs> can I guess his name? Yes. Is it who I'm thinking of? Yes. Derek Carr.
0: Yes. Yep. Uh Saints and Texans play uh Texans and Saints, uh both three and three now. Saints drop to three and three. Texans rise to three and three. Um twenty to thirteen is the final score for that one. Um kind of a lackluster game uh for both sides, but especially the Saints side. Um you know, if you weren't questioning them before and you really have to question them now with a uh with a cast of Alvin Kamara, Chris Olave, Michael Thomas, Jawan Johnson, who else did I miss? Did I miss uh Rashid Rice? Yeah, Taysom Hill. Um, you know, he rice. Yeah, or am I getting him mixed up with yeah, someone he else? He the Chiefs. Whom I think, whom I think You're Rashid Shaheed. Uh, yeah, I'm Rashid thinking Shahid. Rashid Shaheed. Sorry. Um, yeah. Oh, by so the way, if y'all missed it, moss the
1: crap out of somebody uh, this past weekend.
0: Yeah, I, I watched the highlight. I, I, um, I don't know. I went. I went. I mean, for
1: that, that small of a guy, dude.
0: I mean, sure, but he kinda he got lucky that ball wasn't intercepted. I'll just say that. Oh
1: hundred well, percent. But was, no, I mean he it's not his fault Derek Carr. that he, he beat yeah, he beat the D B by five yards and Derek Carr underthrew him by twenty.
0: Mm, oh, dude, I know, man. I saw that. I was like, Ooh. I was like, Derek Carr. <laughs> you you're lucky you're still on a team, brother. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, anyways, yeah, Saints are like a weird team. Um the defense kind of continues to impress me for what it's worth. Um uh, I thought you know, the age on that defense was kind of going to get better than this season. So far, it hasn't really. Uh, I think Tyron Matthews gotten yammed on a couple of times. but Cam Jordan and Mario Davis are still both doing pretty well. And Tyron um, Matthews,
1: for what it's worth, did have a good game.
0: Yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, but yeah, uh, you have to question, like I so said, the coaching, I guess, first, and then Derek Carr second on the Saints team. If you're a Saints fan, if you're not, then, you know, who cares? We'll move on here soon enough. But uh, Peyton, I know you have something to say mm, about I Derek have a lot Carr. To say,
1: but I'll keep it short. Um, it's not about it's not just about Derek Carr either. But um, Dennis Allen, it's time for you to say I'm it. To keep, I'm, I'm trying to keep it PG. I'm trying to keep it monetized. Um, you know what? Screw it. De- should I should I just go scorched earth here?
0: I mean, it's up to you. I mean, I, or you. I mean, it's only six games into the season. You can wait until the Saints are like three and mm-hmm. six, and then no, say. I think,
1: it. I think I've reached my peak here. Um, yeah, you're gonna have to sl- slap the explicit part on this uh, on this podcast. I understand, Dennis Allen, it's time for you to fucking go. You're fucking terrible, Pete Carmichael. You you went out and you got Derek Carr, who's ass. You went out and you said, "Oh yeah, Pete Carmichael, we'll retain him," and then you doubled down on it this off season and said. Yeah, we want to keep him after the, the piss poor performance last year. I'm sorry. But four straight fades to end the game, oh, my God. Fades should be war crimes. Fades should be war crimes. <laughs> you might – one, I'll give you one, whatever. But then you throw two in a row. And then you make the conscious – the decision to say, oh, you know what? Those two didn't work, so let me throw another one in a row. And then you say, oh, well, those three didn't work. Let me throw another one. I, what? I mean, this is Greg Roman level bad. Greg Roman level bad. Mm. Worse than Greg Roman. He made mm. Greg Roman look elite as a play caller. I mean, that's just pure laziness as a play caller. Just, uh, yeah, screw it. Alave, Thomas, somebody's down there somewhere. Screw it. Let me let me just toss it down there. And then on the on top of that, Derek Carr can't even throw it correctly. I mean, <laughs> looks like Nathan Peterman out there. Um, you're wasting a great defense. I mean, granted that they didn't have their best game, they gave up 20 points, but still 20 points should is not horrible. And the the amount of opportunities that you had inside the red zone should have absolutely been enough to win you the game. And it just can't. At, at what point do you say, you know what, Dennis Allen, it's time to go. Uh, You're, what, like 18 and 41 in your career as a head coach. Maybe we shouldn't have fired him. Mm-hmm. Rant
0: hmm. over. Like I said, I think that rant's justified. Um, I mean, of you know, oh, I'm a done couple...
1: watching the Saints. By the way, I was done before they pulled me back in after their performance last weekend against yeah, the. Patriots. They played
0: a D two, yeah, D three exactly. Patriots. Oh,
1: maybe they turned the corner, and I watched that, and I about threw up.
0: Yeah, now you know how it is to be a Ravens fan for the past um three or four years.
1: Yeah, um, yeah I'm taking my talents to Baltimore. <laughs>
0: yeah, Saints fans. Yeah, close uh, close your eyes, cover your ears, do what you gotta do. It's not uh, not gonna be a pretty season. And uh, me and Peyton kind of, we both kind of predicted this. Uh, you know, chances are they'll still. I don't know. Ch- mm, you know chances are they'll still. Mm, I don't know. Chances are they'll still. I don't know. Chances are they'll still make the playoffs chances uh, <laughs> are they'll finish in the top half of the worst division of football. <laughs> yeah. And I mean that could that could very well be four and four and thirteen and or wait, yeah, four and thirteen. And they still may be in the top half. Anyways, um yeah, Saints has gotta figure something out offensively. It's not very pretty. Uh the Derek Carr experiment isn't working. Sur- surprise, surprise. Andy Dalton but, um, had better stats last year. He did, he did. I think. Did you send me that photo? That post, sadly, yeah, um, pretty crazy to think, but uh, not really, but like I said, I don't know, Derek Carr isn't what the Saints fans thought he'd be, and I'm sure all uh, Las Vegas One Raiders who could have predicted that, yeah, and uh, I'm sure the uh, Raiders fans you know laughing their butts off right now, even though they got Jimmy G, that's not much better, but uh, anyway, so Jimmy G with the hurt back, yeah, <laughs> who relies on Jacoby Myers more than Devontae Adams. But, um, mm-hmm. Jacoby Myers is a sneaky good wide receiver. Though. I don't know why oh, people, yeah. no, I like people like always him. hate on him. I'm yeah. not hate on him, they just forget about him. Yeah, I don't know he's,
1: why. Yeah, like you said, he's, he's a sneaky good receiver. Yeah, I think I really think he deserves a lot is. more credit than he gets.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like so I said, he's just he kind of goes on the wayside because of, you know, I guess, you know, he's always second fiddle or plays for a terrible offense. But, uh, anyways, this isn't a Jacoby Myers, um, podcast. Yeah, this God. is a, yeah, this is a, uh, um, you know we'll cover. Oh, uh, quickly cover this because I know they this this is your team, the Dolphins and Panthers. Um, yeah, kind of kind of what? a sorry showing for the Dolphins in the first quarter. Uh, so, you know they're losing fourteen to zero, but I think anyone with a pulse and had the opportunity live bet the Dolphins right then and there. And sure enough, they scored uh, like twenty eight unanswered points, probably more than that. I'm not sure. Anyways, they end up winning the game, forty two to twenty one, and Panthers are still now zero and six. Um,
1: they'll still finish both the Saints and the NFC South.
0: <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me at all. But um, yeah, Dolphins are still looking like a pretty powerful offense. Um, no surprise there, and they continue to roll on. Um, I'll cover this one last game since it had a little bit of controversy at the end. I didn't watch this live; I just saw the highlights of it. Uh, Giants and Bills. And um, you know, speaking of uh, who who's the guy who got carted off in the ambulance? Um, <laughs> the ambulance. <laughs> What the heart Hardy? Hearty, hearty, what what's his name? I forget. It wasn't Deontay
1: Harty Hardy, was it?
0: I thought it was. Who was it? No, it was some it was someone. And... <laughs> yeah, anyways, the ambulance had to come out and <laughs>
1: did you see that they have number three. It, 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 yeah, there.
0: they retired his jersey. <laughs> they retired his jersey in the ambulance. Um... Oh, it was Damien
1: uh Williams, right? Damien Hair. Damien oh. Thing. Oh,
0: man, that's what I'm thinking of. Yes, yeah, sorry. Yes, I, I got the first... I, I saw the first name and got a little confused. Anyways, um, yeah, I saw he's okay, though. Um, being a pretty, I think he, it just ended up being like a neck sprain or something or something in his neck. It just wasn't acting right, but... Uh, good for him. He's moving around. Anyways, um, you know, Giants looked like they're gonna get a pretty solid win. Solid it looked like they're gonna get a win against the Bills. Uh, nope, Bills came back, uh, scored 14 points in the fourth quarter, win 14 to nine. I know it came down to the last play. Uh, there's like arguing over pass interference in the end zone. Um, I'm a Saints fan, I don't want to hear anybody cry about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I don't, I don't give a crap about you and your pass as Bills won fair and square. Uh, so be it. Um, Joshy. Yeah, as best, our boy Josh Allen. Anyways, uh, that'll cover it for the NFL. Peyton, did you want to add anything more?
1: If I had to say everything I wanted to about Pete Carmichael, they'd arrest me.
0: (laughs) That's fair. I understand. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It ain't good as a Saints fan right now. It ain't fun. Never been fun, but I guess when we had Drew Brees it was.
0: (laughs) Yeah, now you really went off this ride, though. Yeah, you know,
1: somebody today was telling me. Uh, I mean, at least we got rid of Drew Brees; he couldn't even throw the ball fifteen yards on the field. And I said, "And you'd rather your car?" I mean, I that's said, just mental illness. Yeah,
0: I know. yeah, exactly. There, you go. well said, well said. I just oh, I believe what I was hearing. <laughs> yeah, that's I, I, I couldn't imagine hearing that. But um, yeah, if that's it, um, I know we got UFC coming up this weekend. We'll talk more about that on Friday's episode. Um, we didn't really cover men's basketball rankings coming out. We'll cover that next episode as well, or something. But um, anything else you'd like to add, Peyton? Before we wrap it up.
1: Uh ooh, Can I say something about Saints fans real quick?
0: Yeah, go ahead. If Saints fan,
1: if Saint, if the Saints were a woman, and Saints fans were in a relationship with said woman, they would let that woman cheat on them about a million times, and they'd still love them. So hey, I gotta applaud y'all's loyalty. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think New Orleans try is to say lucky something, cause, cause try to New say something is bad a non stop party. R. You may end up dead. Yeah, you might. That is well said. And well, with that being said, a good 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 way to end the show, I guess. And um <laughs> thank you all for listening once again. Yes. Um Thank you Yes. And uh, we'll catch you next episode. Once again, we appreciate it. Peace. Ooh, one last thing.
1: Yeah, go for it. Yeah, uh, I just want to give a shout out to my my fiance Kaylee. She did just gr- finish her master's degree, so just want to give her props.
0: Oh, how sweet! How sweet and, and good for her. I'll have, I'll give her the congratulations next time I see her. Yeah, which will hopefully just, be for this USC event coming I'm up soon. Should see her Saturday, so can't wait to watch an Australian beat up a Russian. Oh. <sighs> I hope Electric (laughs) (laughs) Oh absolutely But um Yeah anyways Thanks again guys Um We'll catch you next episode Peace Peace